Shalom Aleichem. Today, it's Yom HaZikaron, and I wanted to dedicate this little shir, this little podcast, to one of my heroes, and I'm sure a hero to many, many people, uh, E. Klein. Yesterday, I had the zechut to go to Har Herzl and try to connect with some of the Kedoshim, the Holy Ones who gave their life. So that uh, I so that we can be here in Eretz Israel, and uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of being depressed just for the sake of being depressed, making ourselves sad unnecessarily. Um, but to me, it is a great opportunity to learn from these amazing people who gave their lives for us, as I mentioned, and to make them alive because they say Sadiqim. They're more alive in their um, in their death than than in their life. So you know, on level one level, that's just because their soul is shining and they can shine alive stronger than before. But perhaps also by us emulating their uh, learning from them and, and making their good deeds a part of our life a little bit, we bring them alive. And uh, well. That's certainly appropriate. They gave our lives for us. Can't we give them a little bit of life? So I wanted to just kind of quickly review um, a timeline about uh, Roy Klein's life and then uh, point out some things that I felt uh, were moving and touching and maybe inspire us to be a little bit better. So uh, Roy Klein grew up to the son of two uh, Holocaust survivors and uh, he grew up in Renana. And uh, he was a very, very smart boy, excelled in math, musician, he played piano, he played saxophone. Uh, He actually had pictures of him playing saxophone to his wife at at his wedding. And uh, he went to a machina, and uh, it's called B'nai David. He was a B'nai Akiva boy, and he was going to study Torah and at the same time uh, trained to become a commander. And uh, so it was. He was very serious in his Torah study and also very serious in his training. He used to run long runs from Ranana to Natanya. And in 1994, uh, Roy got drafted to the army. And he got drafted to an elite paratrooper unit, which uh, he helped develop in the Golani branch called Egoz. I just want to stop here for a moment. And, you know, when a person chooses to go to an elite unit, first of all, they must be a very impressive person because it's very hard to get into the elite units here in Israel. you got to be something special to be able to get in. But to me, it's even more impressive to choose to do that because the odds of you seeing real action and dying uh, uh, or getting injured are just so much higher. And everyone knows that in an elite unit. You're the first ones on the line. You're the ones who are really going in and, uh, and, and, and saving lives, but also putting your life on the line. So, you know, to make that decision is to me extremely impressive and extremely heroic. And you've got to be a different type of person, a person that doesn't put their own personal life first. It puts Am Yisrael and Klal Yisrael and all of these things 
as uh, the center of your being. So anyways, um, so he excelled in the army and uh, he actually once got stuck in Bint Jibil, which is uh, he had to get helicoptered out uh, while on some operation. In 2001, he, uh, during the second intifada, helped neutralize uh, five terrorists. And, uh, you know, that's what saves our lives. That's the reason why we're here, because right now there are soldiers who are making sure the terrorists don't kill kill us. That's unfortunately the, the, the day-to-day reality, the every single day reality, certainly during the intifada. Um, we, we, we are indebted incredibly to soldiers who give up their lives, don't sleep, and give up everything so that uh, we can be here. So anyways, he uh, ha- headed that ambush. And, you know, he was an excellent, excellent soldier. He was good at everything that he put his heart into. And that was uh, music, math, Torah, and the army. He was an excellent, excellent commander. Uh, after he finished his service, he, uh, in 2002, uh, met his wife, Sarah, through a mutual friend. And um, they married, and they ended up having two children, Gilad and Yoav, and they moved to Yeshuv in the West Bank, called Yovel, near Eli, and uh, Roy really, really, really loved his children. Um, In the stories that I've seen, that I've read, they say how when Roy would talk about his children, he just became a totally different person, totally uh, dedicated to them. When he uh, came home from after, you know, a long army stint, he would, you know, ha- he would wash them and take care of them and sing and dance with them. And then he, he was the one to volunteer to stay, wake up in the middle of the night and take care of the kids. Um, he was just an amazing father. Um, anyways, so after uh, he finished his services, he, Rui went and studied at the REL, uh, studying engineering. And though he could have gone to Technion, he wanted to be close to home so that he could learn in a kolel. And he would spend, this is amazing, he'd spend his time, he'd wake up very early in the morning, like four in the morning, and made a chavruta, learning lots of gemara hundreds, maybe thousands of pages of Gemara. No one else was up with sni'ut, with sincerity, like yeshiva bachar. And then, you know, when he needed to be the commander, he would like certainly switch and be a different type of person, you know, take responsibility. Um, Just amazing to hear about people like that. Um, Anyways, so uh, in 2006... Uh, Roe was called back. He was, uh, you know, when he wasn't learning, he was uh, he was a commander in the army. That was his job. That was his life. And there was a uh, krav where he needed to go back to the same uh, area in Janin, the Jabil. And he amazingly, heroically ran in with his people to save his friend Amichai, who was injured and a grenade got thrown towards him. And famously, he jumped on the grenade 
to shield his soldiers from death, screaming out in a loud voice, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echad. And when he was wounded, critically wounded, he actually, you know, reported that Klein is dead, and he directed that the uh, the medics help his friend Amichai before him, and he uh, he passed away in that uh, krav. Uh, just a few more, um, you know, things that moved me about his life. So uh, one night. His wife couldn't fall asleep, so uh, he, he, his Roe said, "Think about nice things. Think about Am Israel. Think about Eretz Israel. Think about the connection between them." And um, when he woke up, he didn't remember saying that. But this is the type of person he was—such a different type of human, fully Israeli, fully Masur to Am Israel. You know, his wife wanted to say goodbye to him before he went to the army, and she wanted to say, watch over yourself. But uh, she couldn't bring herself to say that she would say, watch over others. But uh, he knew that, you know, going to the army means not just watching over yourself, but watching over the other first. And uh, there's an amazing letter that he wrote to his wife on the day before, before they got him before they got uh, married, I'll just read it uh, word for word. Uh, the type of person that can write such a tefillah, such a, such a letter, it just shows so much about who he was. My wife, will that we should merit to build an everlasting bias, bite Israeli, an Israeli house, Israel, Israeliot, Shalim, and thoughts and feelings of Israelites, Yesharim in El, straight in God, with God. From love, from brotherhood, from peace, from friendliness, from unity, from knowledge, from emotion, with full faith, that this is part of my flesh, Ubasarmi Sari, and you know, flesh of my flesh a reference, of course, to Brayshit, that your wife is part of you. From yearning for the redemption, the Gulatam to Israel, the redemption of Israel, Mitoch Kach Sha Moach Israeli Evan Shakoach Israeli Evan Yesod Shel Hauma that the the Israelite power is the foundational stone of the nation. From responsibility in this generation, the footsteps of Mashiach, the Chod that every step, every step closer to is building the house, the Beit Midash. From purity and humility. From humility and nullifying our will towards the Yisrael, Goyev the Logvul, the one who loves endlessly. Really, that type of person is not uh, is not simple. Very, very, very special in the Shema. No wonder his soul has lit up all of Am Yisrael, and uh, 
and it's it's a product of a beautiful Torah education here in Eretz Yisrael. Someone who's willing to be Moser Nefesh, Ram Yisrael. If you go to his grave, you won't notice anything special. It's just another grave amongst the other 28,000 in Har Herzl. But every soul there is so special. So whether it's just, you know, waking up a little early and davening, or learning an extra daf of Gemara today, or just thinking about how we can be Moser Nefesh to Am Yisrael. By the way, of course, I can go on for another hour about the Milos, the Chesed, that he did for his community, using his talents to bring tzedakah to others and the misirut to his family. But may we be zoicha this yom azikaron to take one, one thing from this amazing personality, Roy Klein, and hopefully this is just a taster. Go watch some YouTube videos. Go watch some. Uh, go go do some more research. There's uh, tons about uh, Roy Klein or any of the thousands of uh, heroes who gave their life for Am Yisrael. Amisa Al Khayan have a beautiful and meaningful uh yeah,